Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Any example of it, it doesn't make sense, which lets me know that, oh, then that's definitely what I'm supposed to do. You know, when when God told uh, Moses, you know, part, you know, however he told him in the, in the, in the story, it's just like, hit your staff on the ground, the sea's going to part, you're going to walk through it. It didn't make sense, you know? Nothing God ever calls us to do makes sense. And that sucks. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. I just, come on, man. Like you're asking me to step out and talk to this person who I cannot even stand to be in the same room with and it's gonna benefit me. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Welcome back to the Scott Townsend Show. And today I have with me once again, the wise and oh so revered Matt Clark. Matt, how's it going? Really good, Scott. <laughs> revered in what way? Give me examples. <laughs> tell me, tell me how great I am. Stop. <laughs> so yeah, we've been uh how's your day been going? It's kind of gross outside. It is, yeah. Kind of sleepy weather. Uh, Crazy Love was the book we've been talking about for once a... This will be the ninth week, actually. Can you believe that? We've got two more weeks to go. And uh, this chapter, chapter nine, uh, is... uh, Last week was profiled, obsessed, and this chapter, who really lives that way? And in this chapter, he kind of he gives some concrete examples of people who he feels were totally obsessed with living for God and Jesus and really, really um, doing the deal. Any of these people stand out to you in this chapter? Not anyone in particular, but I mean, anytime somebody uses their gifts and talents to like serve and kind of live out that scripture, let your light shine before men gets my attention. Because I mean, I don't know how many people actually use a hundred percent of their talents and gifts for God. I like the guy rings. Uh, I guess his name's rings. He was a California surfer guy lived in the cab of his truck yeah and uh, loaded up his truck and would go to the beach and feed people with it that's cool who in their right mind does that <laughs> live in your cab i mean you've got to be in a whole different mindset your world's going to be so to- i mean if you're six four like me you're not going to sleep very well on a cab of a pickup but you know he so i envision a littler guy probably you know Five nine, five ten, something like that. You know. Uh, so don't look at Townsend to live in his car anytime soon and help people. <laughs> yeah, I got to find another way. It's harder to like minister to people who think everything's going okay and they got it all figured out. Yeah, so many people. Yeah, cover up and try to put on a good show, and that kind of gets tiresome after a while. <clears throat> You never know yeah. if you're getting the real deal or not. Yeah. But do you really want people to tell you the real deal all the time? I mean, 
like when you say, Hey, how's it going? How's your day going? You really don't want to hear how their day is going. You just, you're just saying that to, you know, pass them in the hallway. But yeah, if they actually told you everything that's going on, Oh man, it's just so horrible. I'm doing this. I'm fighting that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be around that guy for too long. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all human beings. We all have our own time that we, you know, yeah. I mean, if we're just going to be raw with it, there's times where you are just wanting to pass somebody and just keep moving. But um, I think when you serve God, I mean, you can't let those moments go by. And I mean, and you can tell yeah. not every moment is dire. Right. But you can tell when somebody's hurting. You don't always have to preach Jesus. I mean, the, the Bible is pretty, really clear about it. It's just like, let them see what you're doing. Let them see how you respond. Let them see how you act. Show people that you care. You don't have to say, like, I care. You can just show show them by showing up. And I don't know if it's an adage, but I know somebody really cares about me if I ask them to help me move and they actually show up. <laughs> you know, that's how you know you have real friends. Right, right. Like, oh, my God, you showed up. Yeah. And I think, honestly, if you want to attribute that to like life as well, it's just like the more people you have around to help support you, um, I think the easier life can be. I mean, you don't open up to everybody about everything. You know, I, you know this, Scott, as soon as you, the older you get, the circle of people around you get smaller and smaller, the people you trust, the people you can actually share things with and really tell how you feel. And I think that's healthy. Yeah, a lot of people die off, you know. Just, yeah. Your circle just gets smaller and smaller. Another thing, too, I mean, we talked about it uh, maybe, I think we talked about it Monday, but it's good to have a group of people that you can talk to about spiritual matters or, you know, biblical things, or do you really believe what the Bible says, or do you really believe what the pastor shared that Sunday? You know, you need people to bounce things off of. That's that's true Christianity. That's asking questions and learning and growing. And again, it's one of those other things we kind of take for granted. It's just, Oh, you know, he really did. That was a really great message. Those points were awesome. Well, do you really know? I mean, do you know how accurate he was? Do you know if what he was saying was just to tickle your ears or was it something to really challenge you? Do you even know if the stuff he used was in the Bible? You know, I mean, we just accept it for what it is when the pastor says it, but what if the pastor's wrong, you know, and mm -hmm. there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with um, studying it out for yourself. But as far as like um, this chapter, it's like who really lives their life that way, who really lives their life trying to love people like it's commanded to do in the Bible. Who does that? It's something we should strive for strive to, but I mean, there's people <laughs> That, you know, let's just be honest. Like, you're, if I have to see this person, I'm going to hurt somebody, you know, <laughs> or a right. co that gets on your nerves or somebody who just never gels, you never gel with. And the thing is, we're called to love those people just as much as we love the people we really like hanging out with or working with or being with. I mean, true Christianity is loving people no matter what, whether they agree with you or they don't whether the political stance aligns with yours or it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. All that stuff fades away. And what you're left with is either you, you know, you shared love with this person or you didn't. 
And by either sharing or not sharing could totally change that person's life one way or the other, good or bad. And uh, I think it's something uh, I'm always saying this, I'm preaching to myself is if I don't do that on a regular basis, then, you know, I'm not truly living a Christian lifestyle. I'm not truly loving everyone I meet, come in contact with, agree with, or don't. And that's a, that's a misstep. I believe. It doesn't say say that again. The misstep is what? The misstep is not, you know, doing what the Bible says and loving everyone. If I, if I miss out on doing that because I can't get along with someone then I'm, I mean, the world's missing out. They're missing out. I'm missing out because I think, I think when you do what the scripture says, love God, love others. If we were to truly take that on, let's say you and I got up from this meeting and said, Hey, you know, the guy that I'm struggling with, you know, talking to the guy that I'm struggling with working with the per my wife, my kids, the people that, you know, I've, you know, I just can't stand to be around. What if we decided I'm going to do what the Bible says, and I'm going to love this person. I'm going to love, you know, this person that has a totally different lifestyle than me and, you know, doesn't agree with my values. I don't agree with their values. Uh, But what if we decided I don't care what their values and their life choices and lifestyle is. I'm going to choose to respect and to love them through it. Because I think the thing is, we as Christians, I know myself, I've done this. I'm going to, I'm going to change this person. I'm going to help this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And uh, that's not your role. That's not our role. Our role is to love them and let God change them. Because if we're trying to make them into something we want, then we'll fail every time or get totally just. uh... So how do you love someone? How do you love someone? Such an ethereal word. Love. It's a good question because I, it's, it's something that I have not mastered. <laughs> I think love is an action. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So when you love somebody, you are doing something for them. Like holding a door. You, you got, you know, here, here comes that guy that I can't stand or, or uh, that, that really irritates me. We're walking up to the same door at work. I open the door, let him in, let her in, whoever. Just, you know, just to serve them in a 15 second way. I'm going to do my job the way, the best of my ability. And I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to like outshine this guy. I'm not going to try. I'm going, I'm going to do my best to make this guy better. Would you say that's love? Yeah. Who does that minister to more than anybody else? Probably you. No, the person you're, you're loving the person, the person benefits from it, but you as an individual doing it, uh, uh, it's one of those character things where, you know, you do it when no one's looking around, right? This is one of those things that you do when no one's looking around. And if you choose correctly, it builds your character. And so I think it helps both you and the person that you're, uh, loving loving promoting yeah <clears throat> if they got the job and you didn't and you well, go see, like you know me, then shake your hand get up you know your humble humility stand up shake their hand say you know you, they pick the right guy you're 
I hope you do really well. Right. And that blows people away because usually what they're expecting is you to uh, not say anything, to walk away. And then you start bad mouthing them behind their back to all the, can you believe that they got promoted? And I didn't, you know, you know how long I've been working here. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The thing <sighs> is, it's, it's a radical thought. It's, it makes no sense in the world's system or values. Okay. We don't deserve what Jesus did on the cross. We don't deserve to be forgiven for our sins. We don't deserve it. Okay. But he did it anyway. And we're supposed to follow that lead that Jesus had. Nobody deserves our respect. Nobody deserves our love. Nobody deserves anything that we give them, but we do it anyway because Jesus did it for us. That's the example that he gave. And again, it's not, it's not a self-help book. It would be the, it would be the least bought self-help book. Like if I, if I wrote a book called promote others in order for yourself to be promoted, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's just, you know, if I, if I'm on a baseball team and there's a kid struggling and he's bringing the team down, he doesn't deserve me to come over and help him and make him better. Um, but I would want to do it anyway, because it makes the team better. It helps this kid and it ministers to him and it ministers to me. It makes me better because the team's better, more wins champion, you know, uh, you can, you can use any example with it. It doesn't make sense, which lets me know that, oh, then, then that's definitely what I'm supposed to do. You know, when, when God told, uh, Moses, you know, part, you know, however he told him in the, in the, in the story, it's just like, hit your staff on the ground. The sea's going to part. You're going to walk through it. Didn't make sense. You know, nothing God ever calls us to do makes sense. And that sucks. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. I just, come on, man. Like you're asking me to step out and talk to this person who I cannot even stand to be in the same room with, and it's going to benefit me. They're bad mouthing me constantly. They're talking trash about me. They're talking down about me. They're doing this. They're doing that. Dude, it's just like so many questions. Um, it's always the question as a, as a follower of Christ how do I handle this situation in a godly way? You know what I'm saying? I have somebody, you know, doing this to me or I have somebody mistreating me. A lot of Christians think like um, they have to take it because they're Christian, turn the other cheek and love everyone. You know, it doesn't mean you have to back down from a challenge. It just means you need, I mean, in the Bible clearly says like you referenced, it's just like, you're supposed to, if somebody offends you, go to them directly all right man well anything else uh next week uh crazy love we'll be talking about uh, what are we talking? chapter 10 chapter 10 the crux of the matter so i haven't read that far yet so we'll see but anyway hey thanks for your time man appreciate, yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. doing this mm-hmm. yeah it's fun so anyway so for matt clark this is scott townsend thanks for watching and listening to the scott townsend show have a great day Hang in there. Everything's going to be all right. And we'll talk to you later.
Scott Townsend Show is a Deeds Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's go.